All right, welcome to Monday morning. Morning motivation call number five, and I hope everyone had a great weekend and um, is starting to apply some of the strategies that we've been walking through and um, obviously getting some traction if you're applying these principles and noticing some changes. So I want to kick off and, and start today with letting you know that there's three types of people. Now, there's people that are winning, there's people that are losing, and there's also those people who are just looking how to win and trying to discover how to win. And what those people are missing is they've got the motivation and possibly the, the desire to, and they're at least moving in that right direction, but they haven't got the right strategy or they haven't been given the right concept yet or they just haven't been given enough encouragement to actually get off that starting line. And that's what these calls are about. It's about providing you with the strategies and the systems to get you moving forward, to get you off that baseline. So what you need to do is most importantly, apply everything that you hear, okay, and apply and just be open and willing to give it a go because it might be different to what you're currently doing. And that's a great start because if you're not doing it at the moment, then there's a good chance that it might rub off and it might work because it's worked for millions and millions of other people. Why wouldn't it work for you? So give it a chance. So I want to give you a story. There was two guys that I know and this is back in... Um, 2008, which you'll all remember, there was a little event called the GFC, and that was a really tough time for everyone. And there was a lot of people that got laid off because businesses were um, obviously downsizing, and there was trouble. There was cash flow issues. There was a lot of issues going on. Society as a whole was struggle, struggling. Investment cycles were dropping, and you know, 50 to 100 percent was falling out of the market. It was horrible times. And there was two guys that I know. And both of them worked in the same sector, even in the same building. And it was in finances. And they both got laid off. Okay, They were contractors and they got put off. They were on good jobs. They had similar skill set. They had similar interests. You know, if you looked at two guys and they actually hung out a fair bit, there was a fair bit of similarity between them. And what, um, what happened was they got put off. Now, one of them did what, you know, most people do and flick through the papers and look for a job and, and try to get back on his feet. And guess what? He was met with rejection and no and, um, you know, a lot of challenges as all we've, we've all faced. And I'm sure there's a few people on the call that might have experienced this. And after a week or two, that became discouraging and it became very difficult to get out. So the calls dropped off and the paper reviewing dropped off. And then all of a sudden it went into it, petered out into nothing. And there was no calls made. There was no job searching. It was just like, oh, you know what? Something will drop into my lap. Something's going to happen. You know, it'll, it'll be good. And something's on the pipeline. Something's going to rise. And I just don't have to do anything for it. And this same person started to drop off their routine. And they started to drop off their patterns that they were doing before in the workforce, which was helping them achieve. And they, they dropped that regular, steady um, connectivity with society and they started to pull back. They maybe watched that at home and watch TV. They started to sleep in and you can start to see what's happening here. They just started to peel back and pull further and further away. Then what happened was this same person started to, you know, pressure came on, but we all deal with pressure differently. So started to drink, you know, the drinking creeps in and then it becomes not just a Thursday or a Friday or a weekend thing. It becomes a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it becomes a coping mechanism. So the difference there was that then on top of that, coupled with that, the pressure at home, the person started to 
crack and they started to argue with their wife and speak to their other unemployed friends and become negative with and because you know like attracts like so you attract more of those people into your life and this person would slide further and further because they would join a pity party they'd ring their friends who were unemployed and they'd say oh you know it's tough the economy's falling you know the global financial crisis is killing us we don't stand a chance of getting a job no one's hiring what is their belief system around this is this is what they're bringing into life and that was what they realized there was another person who I mentioned at the same time. That same other person did the same thing. They went out, they flicked through the papers, they went on seek, they went to interviews, just the same as the first guy. But when it got tough, the second person stepped in. So the second person actually stepped up and continued to go to interviews and continued to go to jobs. And they kept saying to him, you know, you're overqualified, you won't stay here, you know, you're not good you know you're too good for this job um, because he was applying for jobs that were beneath him and beneath his skill set and this guy was actually going to places like Coles and Woolies and fruit shops and just asking to stack shelves and he couldn't even get a job there because people just didn't believe that someone of his credentials would want to work there but he was determined and he kept showing up to interview after interview after interview what is this down to its mindset its resilience and he kept on building the same he wouldn't stop the training. He wouldn't stop the same routine. He wouldn't stop his usual, you know, uh, ritual of going to work, except there was no pay. That was the only problem. So then he just realized, he thought, you know what? I need to be busy. I can't sit at home. And he said, I'm going to go out and offer my services for free. So he went to three or four different firms and said, listen, you know what? I know you can't afford me, but I know you can do with my services. What I'm going to offer you is I'm going to work for you for free and only pay me on what I bring in. So he's gone, you know, this guy's gone in as a contractor at this point and he's not taking any pay. So he's showing up and guess what? This guy was showing up. He was the first one there. He was the last one to leave. And this one person took him on and they said, all right, you're on your own. We're not going to pay your expenses. We're not going to do anything for you. You know, you're just going to get out there and do bring in work for us. And what this guy did was he said, you know what? I'm only going to take 20% of what I bring in. So don't pay me a wage. I will just bring in profits and 20% of that is all I ask for. Big risk, right? But no risk of the company. So the company took him on. Same guy went out there and then realized that, okay, this is getting him busy. He went out and offered that to two more companies. So this guy was outsourcing to three companies. Do you think he was busy? He was working tirelessly day and night, day and night, night and day. And still maintaining his routine and structure and things that got him successful in the first place. Guess what happened? Is eventually money started to feed through to this guy and things started to happen for him. Things started to turn because he built momentum. He didn't sit at home and just rest on his laurels. And yet the guy found it probably challenging and he was working below his stature and what he thought was, you know, his credentials. He took a hit. But what happened was he started to build money and the company started to see value in him and all of a sudden opportunities started to arise. And these opportunities that presented himself presented a bigger option. And in times of when everyone else was saying, you know, doom and gloom, the world's falling apart, I can't get a job, the markets are falling, no one's hiring. This guy had three jobs, okay, and he was eventually getting money through. Now, in the end, what happened was this guy was offered an opportunity because they saw of they saw potential in what he was doing and he was giving to receive. So he went out and gave his time for free in a marketplace where there was no money and created something 
but what he created was a level of respect for himself because they saw the, the drive, the motivation, and the tenacity. And what they asked this guy to do was they asked him to start up his own firm. And this guy then started up his own firm in financial services. Now, some of you might know that financial services firm today because you might have worked through that. And I can tell you that was one of the most difficult times I've ever gone through. Did I want to tap out? Yeah, I wanted to tap out. Was I embarrassed to go to knock on Coles and Woolies' door? Yeah, I was. I'd park down the road so my car wouldn't sit out the front so no one would realize what I was doing. Now, I didn't have to take the job at Coles and Woolies, but I showed up just in case I got a run in. Now, these other opportunities presented themselves. So what does that show you? It shows you mindset. Now, those were the strategies that I applied when times were tough. Those were the strategies where, you know, one person could have gone down the path of drinking, arguing, breaking up with his partner, or because of the lack of job, or you could have created, you know, motivation and drive from just being damn busy and getting out there. So here's the thing. What did I do in that time? I went and called on my coaches and I went and called on my mentors. When I was trying to start this up, and, and I, and in all honesty, I was broke. I was out. I'd used all my savings. I'd used everything just to live and, and carry through because there was no money coming through for about a four-month period. I'd used all my savings up. So I, what did I do? I had $120 left. This is it. This was going to break me. So I had $120 left. There was a networking function in Brisbane. And so I spent $100 on the ticket to get into this networking event because it was a, these are the people that I wanted to do business with. So I spent $100 on a ticket. It was to lunch. And I went to lunch in Brisbane, drove up. I was scared to drive up because I thought I can't afford the petrol to get back home, but I need to be there. Went in, drove to Brisbane, did the lunch. Now, I tried to park in the street because I needed free parking, right? But I couldn't afford the $60 ticket, so I thought I need to park in the cent. In a parking station, I had $20 left to my name. Now, this is about mindset. I chose to take the $20 hit in the parking because I couldn't afford the 60. So I parked in the parking station, went in to do the lunch. Everyone in this lunch, the collective hourly rate was $30,000. There's guys from mining companies, marketing agencies, radio stations, the big hitters of Brisbane. They were all there. And I'm sitting there, part chairing this meeting, punching well above my weight, knowing that I had now $0. Zero dollars in my bank account. I had nothing to my name and I could hope that my car would get me home and on petrol fumes. What is that doing? I am just throwing everything on the line to make this work. Everything, absolutely everything. Did I take no for an answer? Did I stop in adversity? Did I sit at home? No. I got out there and I made it my best crack and I was either going to go out with my hair on fire. I didn't have hair then, so I was either going to go out just completely cooked or I was going to make it. There were my two options. But you just see, I just put everything on the line every single time. And that's about the mindset. That's all about you going out to achieve and making sure that you're going to succeed. So when I called on my coaches, I went, I, at this time, I didn't have my key mentor and my coach. And just before I found him, I was in this position. I borrowed $2,500 to spend some time with him. I borrowed $2,500 of money that I didn't have on interest to spend time with someone who could get me out of this. This was a multi-millionaire who lived in Hong Kong and changed and shaped my life. But I borrowed the money to get out of ground zero. Well, I was probably beneath zero. I borrowed the money to get ahead. I actually said to this coach, I don't have the money, but I'm going to go find it so you can help me get out of where I am. 
that's tenacity. That's drive and that's a desire to win. It's not falling over when the chips are, you know, coming against you and just rolling back like the majority of the population. It's stepping up to the fight and I just kept swinging. I just kept going. So what did I do? I surrounded myself with millionaires. It was embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing. I knew I had no money, but I got out of my comfort zone. And, you know, I've always, if you've seen me speak, you've, you would have heard this one. If you add up the five salaries of the people that you spend most of your time with, the ones you love because they're the family members, but the people you spend most of your time with and you add their salaries up, divide it by five, you will probably find your salary is identical, give or take 10000 either side. Why? Because we like to sit in our comfort zone. We like to sort of associate with those who are just like us. So I realized that and I got out of my comfort zone and I went and spoke to people. I had lunch with people that were well above my pay grade because I had something to learn from them. And I can tell you right now, they were the most gracious people. They didn't, they probably, I don't know, they could probably tell what my circumstances were. I tried to hide it, but they didn't judge me for it. They were happy to give. They were happy to help. They were happy to give me something that I didn't have. And I applied all of these strategies. I went in there and just with a blank sheet of a mind and said, I know nothing. Teach me everything you know. And everything I was taught, I implemented. And I did it without fail. And I didn't try and put my stamp on it. I did it their way. And it got me out of trouble. It got me to where I am today. So those were one of those challenging times that I've gone through. One of the most challenging times I've gone through. And what did I do? I stepped up to the plate. I drove it as hard as I could. And I left nothing to chance. Absolutely nothing to chance. So I'm going to challenge you today. Here's the, I'm going to wrap it up now. My challenge to you today is if that's a position that you may be in or it's similar or you just want to break free from where you are right now, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Stop resting in that little comfort spot where you're hanging out with people who are just like you. Go and stretch yourself. Go and buy someone a coffee who's a millionaire or, or above your pay grade. And they're, they're obviously, you're aspiring to be like that. So go and find out how they got there. Don't be so proud. Don't think that you need to know it all and do it your way because you would have done it by now. So you clearly don't know the way. Go and ask that person, figure out what they did and go and implement it. And if you have to beg, borrow and steal to get there, start begging. But just don't be proud. Get out there and make a difference in your life because eventually you'll make a difference in your life and it will allow you to make a difference in someone else's life. And just where you sat on that other side of the coffee table begging for that little bit of knowledge, one day the tables will turn and you'll be sharing that knowledge because you will dig yourself out of here. This is not the end of the road for wherever you're at and where you are today is not where you're going to end up. So make the calls, get out of your comfort zones, dial in for Wednesday's call. We're going to get into some habits and create some great habits for you on Wednesday. Actually, I lie, I've got a guest speaker for you on Wednesday. Habits is Friday. Uh, a guest speaker. He's an author, a sales coach, and a, um, a public, you know, a speaking coach as well. Um, so, author, speaker, and sales coach. He's also one of my mentors and someone I've gone to. He's got a lot of energy, and I'm going to ask him to dial it up um, for our calls. And I think you'll get a lot from that. And Friday, we're going to move into habits. Do your big three rocks today. Do what's most important. Stop sweating the small stuff and wasting time on, you know, Facebook and checking what everyone else is doing because you're measuring off a, a false stick because everyone on there is just making up bullshit. So, and excuse my French, 
but that's what it is. That everyone's trying to project the life that they want to live as opposed to actually getting out there and doing it. So get off Facebook and start living and then people will see from the results that you're actually out there doing it. Have a great day. We're going to dial in Tuesday. Talk to you soon, guys.